Black Friday, when people trample each other to buy something on sale exactly one day after being thankful for everything they already have. Welcome to the Financial Clarity Podcast, dedicated to helping you make smart money decisions, live your values, achieve your dreams, and get more life from your money. This is Episode 10. Hello, I'm Mark Sinderson, and thanks again for joining me for this episode of the podcast. In today's episode, we're going to explore the phenomenon that is Black Friday and help you keep the holiday shopping season from ruining your budget. And in the fun money segment, we're going to talk about the fun that can come from doing absolutely nothing. As always, the show notes, along with any links and additional resources for this episode, can be found at financialclaritypartners.com forward slash FCP010. All right, we can't start the show until I recite this all-important disclaimer. Please remember that when you listen to this or any other financial podcast, that you shouldn't take advice from me on this show. I don't know you or your specific situation, and you don't know me very well. So please think of this show as just helpful information, tips, and education. Before you make any decisions about your financial life, make sure to speak with your legal advisor, your tax advisor, or your financial advisor. It's just the smart thing to do. Okay, before we get into the content of today's episode, I wanted to give everybody an update on the podcast and how it's doing. In case you haven't noticed, we're at episode 10. And uh, I've really enjoyed it. I've uh, really enjoyed putting out these podcasts each and every week. And it looks like it's starting to gain some traction. So I want to thank everybody for all the support. It's really encouraging to me to see the support growing, the listenership going up each and every week. So along those lines, I wanted to give just a few stats about the podcast as we sit here today and um, look forward to the future. First off, I think the Financial Clarity Podcast can officially be described as an international sensation. <laughs> we are uh, have uh, have listenership in right now. It looks like about ten countries. So, in addition to the United States, Canada, and Mexico, we've got listeners in Japan, the UK, Germany, I think Switzerland, the Netherlands, and I think France, and there's one or two others. Uh, but what's great is the number of countries keeps increasing each and every week. So we're up to 10 countries. I think there's 193 countries in the world, so we still have a ways to go, but uh, we're getting there. <laughs> now, as far as the uh, United States, which is the primary listenership uh, on a week-to-week basis, uh, we've got listeners in 15 states so far out of the 50 total United States. So um, it's starting to grow, but we still have 35 more states that need to have listeners. So if you're in one of the states uh, that is part of that 15 and you know friends in the other 35, let them know about the podcast. But the most popular states are Florida, Arizona, and California for listenership. Not surprising. Uh, Georgia is fourth, which is once again not surprising since I'm here in Georgia. Uh, but we've got uh, another nine or ten states on top of that. I think uh, Minnesota, Illinois, New York, I think 
Arkansas, Washington, and Colorado, and there's a couple others. But we still have 35 more states that need listeners. So tell your friends. What's also very encouraging is that the number of downloads of the podcast has pretty much doubled each of the three months that the podcast has been around. So downloads and listening is going up each and every month, which is exactly what I was hoping. Now, as far as how you all are listening to the podcast, listening to the podcast on a mobile device, so an iPhone, a tablet, that type of thing, is at 60%. And it's growing. It's going up each and every week. That's not really surprising, but it's nice to see that um, you are listening to the podcast on your phone and that type of thing. And that kind of ties into the format. I want to try to keep these podcasts to under 30 minutes, something that's easy to listen to while you're out and about. Now, between operating systems, the far and away, the largest majority of listeners uh, are on Mac or iOS devices at 70%. The other 30% is mostly uh, Windows, and there's, a few, there's some Android as well. And as far as the clients, what they, what they categorize as the, the clients, in other words, where the podcast is coming from, um, a large number of them, both on desktop and mobile, Mac and Windows, is coming from the Chrome desktop. And then right behind that is Stitcher. Now, that's a little surprising. I thought that maybe uh, iTunes would be the number one, but it's third. But it's the percentage of iTunes is increasing a little bit each and every week. But um, it's, it's great news because that shows that uh, people are listening to the podcast across a number of different platforms, clients, and devices, which is exactly uh, what I was hoping. So I just wanted to give you guys an update on that. Uh, please send me any comments. Anything I can do to make the podcast more relevant and more relevant to you and uh, better, just send me anything at all, good, bad, or indifferent. Just reach out to me at mark at financialclaritypartners.com with any comments or suggestions. I really appreciate it. But bottom line is 10 episodes in, I'm I'm very happy uh, with uh, with the engagement and things are growing. So I'm looking forward to many more episodes to come. So thanks again, everybody. Okay, on to the content of today's episode, and that is Black Friday. So this podcast is going to be released basically a week before Thanksgiving, and it's officially, I guess, the holiday shopping season. Now, this is the time of year when many people who are usually logical and reasonable lose their minds, go crazy, shop till they drop, and sometimes causing others to drop as they trample each other to get the best deal. So Black Friday is coming upon us very quickly, and it's been, I guess, a tradition for, I don't know, 25 or 30 years. But recently, Black Friday has been extended to cover both the time before and after Black Friday. So in addition to Black Friday, we have Cyber Monday, which is um, come about in the last maybe four or five years, and that's focused on online shopping. And we also have Small Business Saturday, which started a few years ago. And I think that's just to promote shopping local, which is a great idea. Now, the promotion of Black Friday, Cyber Monday deals starts earlier and earlier every year. I think this year I saw stuff back in September uh, talking about pre-Black Friday sales. Uh, so obviously, the the holiday shopping season is becoming a bigger and bigger part of uh, retailers' 
strategy. So there's just much more pressure and a constant push to buy, buy, buy. I saw an article in Forbes, I think it was a, a month or so ago. They're estimating that spending over the Black Friday weekend is going to increase almost 47% from last year. Now that's on a dollar spent per person. So they're estimating that the average consumer is going to spend $743 this year compared to $505 last year. So a big jump. And I think a lot of that is due just to the fact that everybody has access to shopping every hour of the day and no matter where they're at. And uh, the promotion of Black Friday as, a, as an event has really increased over the last couple of years. What's interesting and maybe not surprising though is that online or e-commerce spending as a percentage of total Black Friday spending is increasing each and every year by double digits. It's just becoming a larger and larger piece of the pie. Now Cyber Monday, for all, the, for all of us that uh, didn't, don't get our fill on uh, Black Friday and Small Business Saturday, have no fear. We have Cyber Monday and that's where all the online shopping takes place and what it's looking like is it's going to be bigger than Black Friday in terms of online deals. So what that means basically is workplace productivity on Monday, Cyber Monday, is going to take a huge hit. <laughs> now, all of this is just more and more evidence that it's very easy to overspend over the holiday shopping season. Now, overspending is one of the quickest ways to, to derail a financial plan. And this time of year, with all the sales and promotions, can be especially challenging uh, to anyone who wants to remain in control of their budget. So, how can we combat this urge to spend more and more uh, this time of year? Well, here's a few tips. And it all starts with you need to have a plan. You need to go into Black Friday, Cyber Monday with a plan and a strategy. And really year-round, but this time of year especially because there's such a big push to, uh, to spend, spend, spend. So you need to have a plan. And one of the best ways to have a plan is to have a budget. Now I know people, when they hear the word budget, they just don't, uh, they tune out. But it's really important to know what you can reasonably spend and don't go over that spending just because. In other words, just because you made it to the front of the line, just because you were the first one in the store and you saw this great 50-inch TV at a spectacular price. You can buy it, but make sure that you're within the, the guidelines that you have set for yourself as far as what you can reasonably spend without going into a, a debt situation. In other words, you do not want to spend more than you can pay for over the 30 days or so after you purchase the item. One thing you definitely don't want to be doing is paying for this year's purchases two years out. So you want to make sure that you know what you can reasonably spend and don't go over that. Stick to your budget. Now, how are you going to develop your budget? Well, we're only a week out in 2017 here from Black Friday. But um, if you want to start planning for next year, there's some great tools out there to help you with, with budgeting, both free tools as well as tools that, that cost a little bit of money. And top of the list, uh, I've been a user of, of this for four years, and I find it to be super helpful and, and motivating at the same time, is a product called YNAB. 
Now, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but YNAB stands for You Need a Budget. It's an online uh, tool you can uh, use on your phone, your tablet, and uh, your desktop and laptop. It does run $50 per year, uh, but it's well, well worth it. It's one of the best tools I have found for, uh, for setting a budget and sticking to a budget and knowing, becoming aware of where you're spending your money. Uh, so I've got, I'll have links to all of these in the show notes page for this episode at financialclaritypartners.com forward slash FCP010. But definitely check out YNAB. That's one of the, the tools that I've integrated into my financial planning practice. And I work with clients on helping them utilize YNAB and get the most out of it because it is so effective in, in helping people uh, build and maintain a budget that makes sense for their whole, their whole lifestyle. Now, there's lots of others out there. Uh, a couple that most of you have probably heard of is Mint.com. It's a free uh, it's a free tool, and it, it works pretty well. There's another one out there called MyVelopes, which is uh, a take on the old envelope-based system of budgeting. Uh, they, they have a free trial, and their base subscription program is four or $5 a month, so right in that same line as, uh, as YNAB. A new tool that I just started demoing for myself uh, within the last couple weeks is a, uh, an app called Clarity. Clarity Money, I think is the full thing, but I have a link for it. And um, it helps you kind of aggregate all your bank accounts and spending and offers suggestions and tips. And it, it seems pretty good, so it might be something to check out as well. And then, of course, there's the all, uh, all uh, old-time standard of Quicken. Now, I was a Quicken user for almost 20 years before I switched to YNAB a few years ago, but Quicken is still out there, and uh, for uh, it's, a, it's a very powerful tool, so... Uh, that's something to take advantage of. But whatever you do, whatever tool you use, you can even just make your own budget spreadsheet. Lots of people do that. But you definitely want to budget for spending, budget for shopping. If you get on the train, the budgeting train now, you can start saving this year for next year, which is the whole goal is you want to build in Black Friday Cyber Monday, holiday shopping, all of these things, build them into your budget ahead of time so you know how much you can spend and when you can spend it. Now, once you've done that, one of the best ways to make sure that you don't overspend in addition to budgeting is you need to know what you want to purchase. There's lots of great items out there in Black Friday, Cyber Monday. The problem is, is that some of them are look like great deals, but when you open up the hood and look under, you find out that maybe it's not as great a deal as you thought. So before Black Friday and Cyber Monday hit, research, research, research. Just know what you're looking for. Do some online research to find out what's available and what a reasonable price is going to be for those items. You can use a price or uh, ad comparison websites like Google Shopping uh, to help pick out items that you're looking at and get an idea for what pricing is across various uh, retailers. There's also been a uh, proliferation almost of Black Friday ad sites that have come up over the last couple of years. Two that I like to use is uh, our blackfriday.com 
or bestblackfriday.com. Now these are two sites that just have a listing of most of the retailers, Black Friday and Cyber Money, uh, Cyber Monday ad flyers. So you can go there and take a look ahead of time what's going to be offered where. So it's a great way to, to kind of start doing your research and get an idea where the deals are before you go out shopping. Now one thing that I've been a victim of and I know other people fall victim to is making the assumption that Amazon always has the best price. Well, they don't. They have very competitive prices and when you add in your competitive pricing with the great service that you get from Amazon, especially if you're a Prime member, Amazon is a very appealing uh, shopping site. I do a lot of my shopping on Amazon, but they don't always have the lowest price. So once you know what you want to purchase, take a look at Amazon, especially if you're a Prime member. Uh, take a look at Amazon and see what the, what the price is for the item, but then do some comparisons just to make sure that the, uh, that the price on Amazon is a competitive price. So definitely don't fall for the Amazon always has the best price trap because yeah, a lot of times it is, but sometimes it isn't. So just double check. Now, all these, I mean, those are my main, my main tips. So you need to budget, know what you want to purchase, do your research, compare prices, and then go out and do the shopping. Now, if you do that, I think you'll find yourself in a, in a better position definitely in 2018 than in the past. But even this year, there's still time for you to make a, a significant uh, impact on your financial bottom line by, by doing this ahead of time. Now, maybe you're curious to, uh, to see what your own shopping behavior is and want to see how it compares to others. Well, if you're interested in this, it, this is a, some great insight. Uh, I have a, a tool, uh, and I'll post a link on uh, the show notes page, where you can go and take uh, what's called a spending patterns assessment. Now, it's, it's a, a quick 13-question quiz, basically, and all you need to do is, at the end of the assessment, you'll be asked to give your name and email to, to view your results. Now, don't worry, I'm not going to spam you, what, but what I will do is I'll just send you one quick email after you complete the assessment to see if you have any questions and after that that's it I'll leave it up to you if you want to reach back out to me but it is kind of an interesting way to see what your internal behavior is as far as shopping and spending and it might be a good way to kind of help uh, help you get some clarity around who you are and and how you uh, you spend your money just a, a good tool bottom line though is with um, Cyber Monday and Black Friday is just Take your time, know what you're purchasing, do your research, and resist the urge to overspend. All right, good luck. Don't get trampled on Black Friday. And uh, send me a, send, I'd love to hear some of the great deals you got because there's definitely things I'm looking for uh, over the next uh, week or two. So I'd love to see uh, or hear from any great deals that maybe you got by doing your research and getting up at the crack of ugly on Friday morning and getting to the front of the line. So let me know. Just shoot me an email at marketfinancialclaritypartners.com. Okay, on to this week's fun money segment. And this week, I want to talk about how to have fun by doing absolutely nothing. And basically what I mean by that is sometimes doing absolutely nothing is the most fun thing we can do. And the reason I say that is because Life is so hectic, it's so busy, it's so stressful, 
And I think many of us feel that uh, we have to do something in order to feel like we're doing something worthwhile or in order to feel like we're, uh, we're making progress. And there's just so much stuff to do and so little time to do it. And so I think we fall into that trap of we always have to be doing something. We just can't stop and take a breath. Well, you can. You can stop and take a breath. And I found by concentrating on stopping and taking a breath and just shutting down for a while that it's really been, it's really been helpful. It's a great way to break the cycle of overscheduling, getting too busy, getting yourself just tired out and run ragged because you're always wanting to do something. So what I found is just shut down for a while. Take some time uh, to just sit down, maybe listen to some relaxing music, read, or even something like meditating is a great way to, uh, to unwind, relax, and energize yourself. So some things that I've done in the past to, to kind of force me to not do anything is to schedule nothing on my calendar. So in other words, block off some time to do nothing. You can shut off the phone and just relax. And it works wonders. So if you're the type of person that has to schedule everything, well, schedule nothing. Another thing is if you find yourself just going crazy, just so much stuff going on, you, you start to feel yourself getting sucked into that trap, put yourself in timeout. Just like we do with children, we say, okay, timeout. You've got to go and be quiet. Put yourself in timeout. There's nothing saying that you can't just sit down and tune out for a few minutes, whether you're at home or at the office. You can shut your office door, put your phone on, um, you know, uh, out of office, and just relax for a few minutes. Tune out the outside world, relax, take a quick nap, anything. And it doesn't take a lot. It could be 10 to 15 minutes is all it takes uh, to really re-energize yourself. Uh, and, but definitely feel free to take more time than that. Uh, I found a lot of times 15 minutes to half an hour, especially at the end of the day, before I go to bed, is a great way to just unwind and relax and get to the point so when I do go to bed, I fall asleep quicker, I sleep, I tend to sleep more deeply, I'm more rested when I wake up the next morning. And uh, so there's a lot to be said for uh, getting more fun out of life by doing absolutely nothing. That's it for episode 10 of the Financial Clarity Podcast. Uh, remember, if you'd like to subscribe and receive uh, each new episode as soon as it's released, uh, definitely subscribe. You can do that on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And as always, if you like what you hear and you want to help the show get a wider audience, in other words, get to those other 185 countries and those other 35 states, spread the word. And the best way to do that is to just leave a review on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. That's one of the best ways to spread the word and get more people uh, aware of the podcast. 
And if you would like to work with a financial planner to, to help you set and reach your financial goals while enjoying life along the way, I'd be honored to speak with you. You can send me an email and uh, we can set a time to, uh, to speak real briefly and see if my services might be a fit for your needs. And remember, the best way to leave me co uh, feedback, comments, and su suggestions or to get a hold of me is mark at financialclaritypartners.com. You can also find uh, us on Facebook at Financial Clarity Partners, on Twitter, and Google+. That's about it. Take care, stay safe on Black Friday, and uh, we'll see you next time. <music>